Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of This on That. I am Mike Solari. I'm Chad Fogland. And this is my sexy radio voice. Oh, I, oh, um, hello. The reason, Welcome, baby. The reason I'm getting sexy <laughs> it for you is today we're talking about something pretty romantic. Yeah. All right, oh, now no, it just sounds like I you're burping. Do it sounds like you're burping. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, this is a special episode because this is actually the first episode we ever recorded. Yeah. As like a test before we actually went into the recording booth and and really laid down track. It was recorded with my girlfriend at our apartment. Oh, we were all crowded around one microphone and my laptop, and we talked about something that she unabashedly loves, which is romantic comedies. Oh, and it gets pretty tense there because I'm not a huge fan of them. <laughs> we talk, and and if you like romantic comedies or a romantic comedy, we pretty much talk about every single one. Yeah, like I we were there. Daisy pulled out the. Uh, the research, she kept pulling out her phone, and here's more lists and this and that, and oh, <laughs> this and that, this on that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, get ready to see us in our most premature form yeah. of this podcast. And if, if uh, I don't think she mentions it at the end, uh, but if you want to see her? Yeah, or if you want to hang out or you want to l- get more from Daisy Faith, it's at Daisy Faith on Twitter. Yeah, she's an artist. She does shit. She's an artist. Uh, she she mentions she mentions she's okay. She mentions a now defunct uh, improv group that she's on that That's you guys true. should go visit visit and see. Um, you want what's she on now? She's on Saga now. She's on an improv group called Saga, which surprise surprise, it's at the Nerdist School. It's pretty great. It's a good team. Also, Cousins is a good team, but Mulligan's the best team. <laughs> Mulligan's the best team. I, that's the one with you, isn't it? Oh, shit, is it? Oh. Well, maybe we should just start the podcast and get romancing. <laughs> what are you saying about your license plate that you want? Oh, it was an old man driving today, and it said so tired, but the tired just spell with a Y, and then there was like three three O's, <laughs> and I was like, I feel you, man. <laughs> well, maybe he was so tied. No, it had like an R. He was tied up, like he's really no, into bondage. Or he just like he was tied detergent. He's yeah, just like really he's... into that, but he spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't. Maybe he's just an idiot. He doesn't know how to spell anything. It was a horrible ex English. I just teacher. can't. I'm fat. I'm trying to figure out this vanity plate thing and like, like how many O's were there? I feel like you're only allowed an X amount of letters on it. Well, it's seven own... letters, right? Yeah, there's only seven so seven T-Y-ed. spaces. Well, the tired was definitely four, and then so he must have had two oh. O's. Oh, so tired. That was worth it. Uh, how much does it cost for a vanity plate? I feel like it's not worth it, no matter what the price is. You would just look like a dickhead. I think it's it's only like fifty bucks or something. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah it's not. Oh, that's what, that makes it a little bit more <laughs> worth it. But it's like, you know, you have. I know you have to explain what it is. Like you, ha- you can't just be like, I just want one, two, seven, seven, six, seven. Like they have. Then there's another space where it's like, explain what does this mean. So uh, like you can't, you can't like you. you if you're gonna pull a fast one over them, you have to like be tricky about it so if oh, you so think like, like they won't let you do like sex goddess or something like I you can't put like F-A-A-A-A-Q and fuck it's like that's <laughs> like that's fuck you yeah um, so yeah, the state of California yeah. won't. Uh, They're like, we don't want your fifty dollars. You can't, you can't put like in the expression. Oh, it's I'm secretly saying fuck you to people. Like, yeah. oh, no, no, I just really, I'm like, I, I give FAQs. That's like my job yeah. on like video game boards. Or, that's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I love the letter A. Uh-huh. <laughs> These are just all the marks I got in college. I got a failed, uh-huh. then I got a lot of A's, uh-huh. and then I got a Q for you know quit. questionable. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh, um, uh, so this is this is good. We got we got Daisy Faith. What would you what would you call yourself? You're an actress. You're an artist. You're a yeah. Renaissance woman. Yes, I'm. Well, I think actor, improviser. Yeah, writer. But you paint. But I paint too. So so so, so, so Renaissance woman. So yes, you do exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my business card. Renaissance woman. I like you do that. a lot of stuff. I you could say that. Sure. Just feel like people wouldn't like me anymore (laughs) (laughs) you worry so much i know we had that conversation earlier i know i think you you... i walked into your apartment and you were in the middle of worrying about stuff (laughs) that's true well i just gotten lots of mail i think you could use a little more promptitude in your attitude Pumptitude? Yeah, like be more pompous. Is that a word? Be oh, more pompous. Pomp, like pompous. Yeah. Pomptitude. Pomptitude. I, 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 it might not be a word. Maybe I made it up. I, you, you, you need Call a little Webster's more pomptitude. Mike. 
<laughs> we got a submission. I feel like pomptitude would not be the right, like, pompous. It's not the same. Oh, that's what you meant? I thought yeah. you meant, like, we're amped, like, we're ready to we're go. We're pomp you up. up. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> Um, but, uh, so today's topic is romantic comedies. I'm the master of segueing. We're going to, we're going to get caught on that. Great segue. But you guys didn't introduce yourselves. I feel like that's probably important. I mean, I'm just the guest, but maybe you should do that. I feel like by now people should know us. Yeah, this is the first episode. They should should really know who we are by now. (laughs) I'm Chad Fogland. Hello, everyone. And you're a Renaissance man, right? No, no, I'm more of a just a Ren Fair guy. Yeah. Ren a Ren Fair guy, guy with glasses. You do this on the weekend. Yeah, this is what I do. That's what I do. Um, and I'm Mike Solari, and Chad and I make funny talks. Here we are. It's this or that. Is that what we decided? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Oh, cool. Um, oh yeah, Daisy. It's called this or that. This cool. on that. This, this on, on that. that. This on this on that. That's what it was. Yeah. I like Got me it. confused for a second. Uh, and today's this on that topic is romantic, romantic comedies. comedies. <laughs> I, I call them rom-coms because I'm in the business. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think this is a good one to start with. It's going to be, I, I mean, I have opinions on romantic comedies and it's good to think about, but this is, this was a topic was chosen by you. So what fascinates you initially about? Well, I think because I grew up with just a mom and that's basically all I, all I saw growing up. And, um, so I don't know. I just love them. And the other night I made Chad watch, um, what's it called? Um, how... How to lose how a guy in guy, ten yeah, days. Yeah, how to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah, McConaughey, right? And it's so funny watching that after like you know everything with True Detective and like Dallas Buyers Club and everything. But he's really good in it. Well, that was the. Do you remember that one? No, I, well, I know it was that se- that year of uh, not year. It was like that section of Matthew McConaughey's career where he was like, "We're gonna make a boatload of money doing a boatload of movies, and yeah. um, I'm just gonna be failure to launch and Ghost of Girlfriends Past." Well, that one was terrible. Ghost of Girlfriends Past. I mean, he did a few good ones. And I think he just got like in the thing, like where they're like, "Oh, you're great for romantic comedies," but then he did too many, and they were like bad. Yeah, know? but but I, I think like that was a good. It gave him. And I, don't, I, I mean, like, I don't know Matthew McConaughey. I can't speak for him, but I'm going to right now. <laughs> um, and like, it seems like what you just said with Dallas Buyers Club and all that other stuff. It like all, doing the rom coms is what allowed him to really kill 2013, 2014 in terms of... Yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, like, he made enough money where then he could be choosy. But on and on the other hand, he kind of got pigeonholed for a while where I think he had a hard time for a few years, like, getting out of the r- yeah, yeah. rom And then he tried doing Sahara, and that didn't work. I didn't oh, that see was, Sahara. Yeah, that was an awful movie. I heard there was sand in it. There was sand in it. It was in a desert. <laughs> and Steve Zahn was there. Yeah, Steve Zahn was oh, there. Oh, I like Steve and Zahn. Phil- I wasn't... Penelope. It was Cruz. A, it was a Penelope for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Penelopes. <laughs> um, uh, what, what, what would what would be your favorite rom com of all time? Yeah, are you, I feel like I peg you for like the like I love the nineteen forties like uh, the Lady Eve old school rom. See, I like those. Or or are you more Nora Ephron? Or yeah, well, I mean, I like anything with Audrey Hepburn from back in the day. I I would love or Doris Day. She was. They're both like my favorites, but. I think I'm more like Nora Ephron 90s. Like, I think, like, Harry Met Sally and all those, you know. I don't know if you'd call it a romantic comedy. I, It's more of a drama, but, like, Pretty Woman was my favorite growing up. And, you know, I liked You've Got Mail. Anything with uh, Meg Ryan or Julia Roberts. Um, Notting Hill was really good. Well, I think an important thing to talk about, like, for starting off, is what like, really constitutes a romantic comedy. Because I feel like I see lots of comedies and they have a lot of romance right. but it's I, don't, I wouldn't call that a romantic comedy well yeah I mean for me I feel like the A storyline is probably that loves you know you have a guy girl and mm-hmm. it's the love storyline but then it has to have humor so you usually have supporting characters that are humorous now do we get into like bridesmaids would you constitute that as a romantic comedy or a comedy because there was a, romance in it but no, i think people, he's going to go like no, full binary on no, that yeah. that's 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 not that's not a romantic comedy because the main structure of that movie was not based off of the romance between Kristen wig and the uh, irish dude the i irish, forget his guy chris, yeah. chris o'dowd yeah. yeah no that i mean that the bigger picture of that movie was the bridesmaids and my rudolph's wedding and like well, and know, i'd the agree friendships like if, and stuff if like i really 
you know, went into it, I'd say that's more of just a comedy. But there was a romantic angle. Yeah. You know? But the, so. every movie has a romantic angle. Not every the, movie. No, yes, they do. Most movies have a romantic angle. There's always a romantic character. Even Back to the Future has a romantic angle to it because, like, he has a girlfriend in it. That doesn't make it a romantic comedy. It's just the fact that there's always going to be love interests in movies and stuff like that. But well, I get romantic, that, but I wouldn't say blanket statement every every no, movie No, no, but ever. romantic comedies... The Toy Story had Bo Peep, man. Yeah. <laughs> and That's, Barbie. No, they all, yeah, they all have, like, there's always love interests in movies, but, like, like if you... The movie is structured around, like, the main... Like, two characters falling in love, and usually the formula is, like, their opposites attract, or mm-hmm. they're from different parts of the world... Or, you know, like, they're from different areas, and then, like, some circumstance brings them together. they have to learn a lesson to get together. So I think the A storyline has to be... It's about two people falling in love or dealing with being in love. So, like, I I would think, like... I'm I'm, I'm thinking of, like, a specific example of, like, reality bites, if you Mm -hmm. look at that, versus looking at something like singles. Oh, I don't know if I saw singles. Oh, singles is, like, the poor man say anything. Or the, oh, okay. But made by the same director. Oh, yeah. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but, because um, Reality Bites has, like, that meet cute with the car accident and Ben mm-hmm. Stiller, or she hits Ben's. I can't remember who hits who with their car. It's always something like, yeah, you run into each other, something happens, or you're, um, yeah, not supposed to meet or something like that. And then yeah, and they're different. He's very corporate. She's very, like, new MTV, just graduated Gen X, mm-hmm. and... And, but, like, does that, I mean, like, but is that more about, like, the time? Or was it, what was that? I mean, was that even a comedy? I can't even remember at this point. See, point. I would see, I see that as more of a drama, but I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> yeah, me either. Like, I saw was, was it super hard funny? One. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't, I don't like, remember it yeah. as, as well. I know Renona Ryder was in it. Yeah. Renona well, Ryder was in it, yeah. Um, but, it was, like, the Also, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn was in it. Steve Zahn was like, we're back to the song. We love Steve Zahn. Zahn on here. Well, I mean, you can even say, like, Saving Silverman was a little bit of a romantic comedy, in a way, speaking of Steve on because there's elements of romance in that but I wouldn't oh, yeah. say that well, I mean yeah that's hard because then you get into like because we were talking about Bridesmaids so like you have like the bromance movies yeah. and that's what Saving Silverman was a lot like it felt like a lot more about the love between these two the, these two friends three friends three, these, well these two friends and their other friends yeah and Jack Black who <laughs> uh, ended up being gay, gay. and that was and See, I, I don't know if I, I know I saw it but I don't really remember oh, but if, I feel like if you turned you know, on TBS in the year 2002 it was on yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's on Netflix or like Hulu for free. Now. Or if but, you go to Walmart, I'm sure it's in like one of those like buy one get one free yeah. things yeah. with um, what's the one with Jack Black and he's Shallow Hal. Oh, yeah. I like oh, yeah, Shallow sure. Hal guys. <laughs> I sure you can get a three pack with School of Rock too. And oh, and I like that one too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like some of those are dramas, but rom com definitely would be like the the romance is the A story. But then you have to have all the humor surrounding it, you know. Well, that's usually I think that's the formula. Like if that's we want to if we want to go like the most recent one I saw was how to met, how to lose a guy in ten, 10 days, days, right? So like. That's the classic. The most recent one he saw in the year 2015. <laughs> well, I just saw that recently, so that's why I'm going there. But like, uh, like the formula in there, like the plot is basically these two characters have alternative motives of their own, right? So like Matthew McConaughey is trying to prove to his boss that he can get this any girl to fall in love with him in 10 days, right? Like by the weekend. And then he gets this major account that he's working on in advertising and the girl is uh, writing an article Goldie Hawn's daughter whatever the Kate Hudson what's her bucket yeah she's trying to like um, she's writing an article about how to lose a guy in 10 days so she's uh, to save her job or I guess not really save her job but like so that she can write more write what more. she wants to write yeah like it's her goal is to like if she can prove with this article, then she can write, you know, better articles. Wow, I haven't seen this movie forever. It just yeah. doesn't sound that great. And then no, of it's course, really good. And then, of course, the, the contrived moment of the movie is that, like, basically, uh, Kate Hudson tells um, co-workers of Matthew McConaughey's her plans for this article, like, just kind of through talk. And then, of course, the, later that night, they all end up, they're all at the same bar with all these people. And so his, Matthew McConaughey's co-workers set him up by being like, oh, We'll pick the girl that you need to fall in love with. There she is, that one right there. The oh. one that we know is going to try to, like, drive you crazy. Oh, yeah. that's so, so like, Classic. she's all that. Yeah. yeah. So it's very, no, she's like, all that. That was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? Anything what? Te- uh, not another teen movie spoofed was a good movie. Yeah, and oh, and I think another big thing about romantic comedies is a lot of times it's like also a Cinderella story. So it's like Ugly Duckling turning into you know the that's princess. A, yeah, that's another, and, like, but that's that's part of it. Do or, you think that speaks to the audience though? Like like who? Like I mean like I like romantic comedies uh, depending on the movie. I'm so so does everybody. Uh, but I think um, or at least like the. Uh, well, I think people who are somewhat sensitive to it. I mean, sensitive, and I feel like there's definitely like geared towards, uh, and this is just what I've seen towards like uh, the like when you hear the term chick flick, it's geared mm-hmm. towards women, like um, all those Nicholas Spark movies or anything with Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. yeah, but those um, I those aren't romantic comedies; those are like romantic dramas. Oh yeah, because but, someone always dies, and yeah. you know. But a then lot I, of think, crime. But that, uh, I think it goes back to all those like lose a guy in ten days, two week notice, mm-hmm. the proposal. Well, there's a lot of like betting in romantic comedies. Yeah. It seems like, <laughs> like, like I think if I had to choose a romantic comedy that I really enjoy, I would say, I one of my favorite ones is. Um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, but, that's and the reason I like that, too, is also that's based off The Taming of the Shrew, which is fucking classic Shakespeare. But He's an actor, people. Yeah. He's being... <laughs> I don't really... I'm not really an actor, but I, I just like the concept. But I, but that's another one, one of those things where, like, the rich, powerful guys, like... And, you know, this it goes with the play, too. It's kind of similar. And those guys is like, ah, if you can get... If you can get the shrew, the uh, what was it? Julia, Julia Styles. Styles. Styles, who is in so many romantic yeah. comedies. Julia Styles, who doesn't want to date anybody, he's not into it. She like literally draws up uh, into the parking lot of a high school playing like Joan it's, it's Jett. Bad, like, yeah, bad my, reputation. Yeah, so like if you, I'll bet you Heath Ledger, uh, rich. I'm rich guy. I don't forget who played him, but like I bet you, Rich, if you can get her out on a date, like go to prom or something, but then I can date her younger sister and I can bone her. That's like the whole... Yeah. Like well, that, that's the, the, the same the, thing with She's All That. Well, that was, it was like, that it's was, all a bet, you know? She's All That was a bet. I, the, what was interesting about 10 Things I Hate About You, I think, was it wasn't just one person saying, this is that. It's, oh, there was like four different... like Yeah, there's a complicated feels. thing yeah, going on. Yeah, it was on. like, they, she couldn't be like, have a boyfriend until some, she, the right, oldest... Right, her dad was really strict. And so the... Uh, Cameron, the guy played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. and David Crumholtz trick yeah. the rich guy and because because uh, Joseph Levitt wants to go out with her younger sister, the one that the rich Alex guy wants Mack, to go out with, which I, I just realized yeah. like a year ago. Oh yeah, and then she's been on Mad Men, and I've seen her at UCB a few times. It's funny. Yeah, she was in something else recently too. Um, names like Olenek or something. Yeah, some. but it's a lot of the romantic comedy ends with a ska band playing on the roof of a high school oh, <laughs> as a camera pan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I'm fine. Oh, you know what? You know what else was great about those, like in those like '80s, late '80s to like the '90s through the early 2000s, is like whenever you saw the trailer, it would be like featuring music by Less Than Jake. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I always be like, that's great. Like whatever was really popular at the time, they just show like somebody like dancing, and then they cut to money like and okay. horns. Yeah. Well, even Clueless, yeah. Clueless had all that like that like one thing where like they went to the club and there was just ska music going on. Yeah, it's like all the popular kids, and I'm like. I feel like that's not accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I was just... Clueless you know, is a good one. That's no, a good Clueless example. Is like, Clueless is the template. That's the, Paul Rudd, too, is the Paul love Rudd interest and, in that one. Well, you know, a book just came out. It's called As If. I have been. I want to read it. Oh, I want to read that, too. Yeah, it's yeah. like... I think it's Amy Heckling. Uh, she, yeah. Yeah, like, going back over, like, what about it. And Grantland just wrote a whole article about it. And then I just watched this amazing... I don't want to even call it a documentary. I want to call it, like, a video essay. Mm-hmm. It was... Because there's no interviews. Oh. Um, it's on Netflix. Everybody should check it out. It's called <laughs> Beyond Clueless. And what it is, it's basically just um, going over high school movies and then just trends that happen in high school movies. And oh, that'd de- be interesting. They delve into specific movies also. And then some of them, they're like, oh, wow, I never even caught that in the movie. Like... Idle Hands. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Idle Hands. Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, it's so one. It's the, the hand gets it's, chopped it's, off. It's basically then... <laughs> Devin Sawa is in love with Jessica Alba, and his best friends is uh, Fulton Reed from uh, Mighty Ducks, and he's on oh, Daredevil yeah. now, and uh, Seth Green, oh, and yeah. his hand becomes possessed. And it's all about, like, how he wants to delay sex, in a sense. Like, how sex scares, like, kids in high school. And the hand is like, no, I want to just, like, fuck. And, oh my and God. then he cuts his hand off, and the hand just goes on a killing rampage. Yeah. 
Um, was it like a sc- scary it's movie? It's a funny movie. Oh, okay. Like, I'm like, Seth, is it serious? Like Seth, it kills Seth Green and his friend, and then they come back as like zombies. And they're like, so it's him without a hand and his two zombie friends trying to save Jessica Alba from his hand. Wow. Yeah. Um, but Let's like, see. Yeah, but they talk about that, and I was like, oh, I never really thought of it that way. And then there's other str- things that they go on like that's really a stretch, like... They're like, oh, Jeepers Creepers all about repressed homosexuality. Oh, and, I don't remember that from that movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like, you're like, or that was the same thing they went with uh, Euro Trip, uh-huh. which I love Euro Trip. Ah, I forgot about Euro Trip. Euro yeah, Trip. that's uh, one of the first times that um, uh, what's his bucket Saturday or you know, uh, Alec Berg directed it. Oh, I'm thinking of like he had. The guy, he was on Saturday Night Live, and now he's on Portlandia. Like it's Fred Armisen. Oh, he, was, he was the Italian guy. Yeah, that was one of the first times Fred Armisen shows that. up. And like, yeah, like and, and it's just like this amazing character piece, and you almost you, you didn't really know who he like. Certain people did, but like he wasn't as big as he was now. So it was like a very like he almost thought that that he really was some Italian actor that they got to be in that movie. He does which great is accents. Awesome. I mean, before did you, you guys see Seven Days in Hell. It's not a rom-com. I feel like we're getting off topic, yeah. but uh, I would watch Seven Days in Hell. He's funny in it. June Squibb kills it, though. Oh, I know who June Squibb is, yeah. Huh. Well, I would like... I, like Another one of my favorite rom-coms is Better Off Dead. I love... Absolutely Savage Steve love Holland. It. I mm-hmm. love those movies. And that, I mean, he, and then One Crazy Summers also could be considered a, a, another yeah. one of his, which... Well, and then same going thing, in, basically. John Cusack. <laughs> somebody well, anything with John Cusack, guys. Must Love Dogs. Never saw it. But yeah, no, John Cusack really was the, like that guy because he was, I mean, he's Lloyd Dobler. Everyone, Lloyd Dobler really did send a template for everything girls say that they want and everything mm-hmm. guys always kind of want to hope girls want out of a guy. <laughs> yeah. And like, and so that way that movie really like got to, got there. Yeah. So, so I guess this kind of like leads into a good thing is like, is this damaging? Like, do these things like... Like, I, I read a great... One of my favorite writers is Chuck Klosterman. And, like, the first art of, the first chapter of Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs is all about how when Harry Met Sally ruined his life. Because mm-hmm. it made it seem like that everybody's best friend could be their soulmate. Right. And, like, now, is this... is this? I mean, like, we're watching a movie. We know we're watching a movie. But clearly it's like, oh, but it works in... Jim and Pam got together, so why can't you know, we? No, yeah, no, I think there's a, definitely a part of the human psyche that's like, if we watch a romantic comedy or a romantic film or any kind of film, we're like, we'd have a tendency to believe it. Like, we believe, like, and I think that's, that can be a problem in from, um, romantic comedies is like, like, you know, like, everything happens and they get together. I think there's definitely like a moment in romantic comedies, you know, like, where the bad, or the boyfriend or the girlfriend will expose themselves as like oh I'm a liar like this happened you know like and then they're mad at each other I'm being honest because I want you to actually like me as a person and then there's like Mm -hmm. that moment like towards the end where it's like like oh shit like you know everything everything's falling apart like they're not gonna fall in love and then they make one giant last romantic gesture and and then they're into the airport yeah yeah, they're all good and then the movie ends and I think that's the problem with I think a lot of people feel I know there's been certain relationships in my life where like I felt like I knew how to get to like the big moment where like everything's fine, but then I didn't really know what to do after that as a younger person in relationships because I was kind of going off of for movies. Yeah. Like I was like, I won the girl, but now what do I do in the rest of the relationship? Like, well, I think it gave me probably unrealistic standards, but then I feel like, I don't know. I feel like girls do say it's damaging, but you know, I held out for a certain thing that I wanted. And I mean, I'm not saying that I got it exactly, but I think it was pretty close. For those of you who don't know, Chad <laughs> dates Daisy, and they're, they're she's talking about him. Hopefully, no, I'm not. I'm talking about someone else. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm the runner up. Don't worry, it's fine. Oh, she settled. <laughs> yeah, she settled. That other guy got married. <laughs> um, I'm looking up a list of like because I'm having a hard time just off the top of my head. Oh, but forgetting Sarah Marshall, that was good. Yeah, and I think like, but like, I think this goes back to like the one thing we were just talking about is like. How much of this is true? Because Sarah Marshall was about like, there's a lot of honesty in that. Yeah, because that he was out based of, on his his life. Yeah, um, and but like even more than that, like you know what? I think the reason we get tricked into being like this is how it happens is because when you watch a movie and you see like ET, it's like oh I know ET's not yeah. real, right. or uh, but like. Makes you feel like it's very possible. Exactly. Like, but is it more of like, is it wishful thinking? Is it hope? Is it, or is it the fact that like, 
because it seems so much like real life because there's no, nothing extraneous except for the fact that like it's we're watching it and they're well, oh yeah we can all be like well yeah no I know romance exists because Jim and Carol are in love like yeah it does it seems very Ross and Rachel possible yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, Sam and Diane exactly it seems very you possible. Know, like my Jim and Carol reference. <laughs> oh I did that's classic I Jim and Carol but um, I'm just seeing 500 Days of Summer now that was a movie I really loved but when I really went back and thought about it and rewatched it it does it, not have a happy like, does not have a happy Ending. It's and a then more realistic ending. It's more realistic. And then I always think, like, well, what was wrong with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No, she gets married to another guy, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, like, pushed to the side. But then he meets another girl at the end named Autumn. You're 500 Days of Summer. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, we moved on. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Mila Kunis totally had sex with naked Jason Segel. <laughs> the only reason I knew what was going on is because I, I can see You can see phone. my screen. But um, oh, but that oh, was a movie oh. where it's like it's still a you know, romantic comedy, but it has more of a realistic thing. But then it was kind of a little bit dissatisfying because you're like, I want those two to get together. And there didn't seem to be anything wrong. Maybe that's movies. Like That we, is, that's movies. It's, it's like when, people, when movies don't end happily, and sometimes it's for the best, like... Uh, I don't know if either of you watch Wayward Pines. I haven't um, seen but, it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, and I won't spoil it for anyone. But the the it ended. It just ended, and they did ten episodes, and it doesn't satis- It doesn't close up anything. But like the ending was very good. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like the statute of limitations on this has passed. But like the way, and I think looking at TV is a good way of doing it because a lot of times the way TV shows end will satisfy us, or they won't. Right. You look at Angel. I don't know if either of you watch Angel, but. No, I didn't see that and one. Angel and well, well, this is good then. Uh, <laughs> Angel just ends with them like running into a fight. And it ends and right. like sometimes like there's no closure there, but sometimes it's. I what like is. the closure, even though I feel like people say it's it's not realistic or whatever. I found it satisfying. Well, if we want to get into TV shows, I've been I've been uh, sorely disappointed with many many finales that I've seen in the last like seven years. So like that's a whole nother conversation. But that's a whole other. So yeah. my best friend's wedding. Do you guys remember that one? Julia Roberts. I do I think doesn't she? Is this? A, there's so many wedding ones. This, this can go into a whole other subject. Yeah, like Twenty Seven Dresses. Twenty Seven Dresses. What's the one? Is it Cameron Diaz and no, Sweetest that, Thing? Or oh, well that yeah, that was uh, yeah, Sweetest Thing. But that was kind of like a raunchy. I don't know if I. I thought think. it was like she's trying to stop the Thomas Jane from getting married. She and is. Yeah. She's, yeah. I guess you would. Oh, a lot of rom coms have like weddings in the because it's like because you got to run to the end because yeah. because ro- wedding equals romance, you know. Exactly. And, but my best friend's we- wedding was really good, was and that was she when she had to pay somebody to be her date or something at the friend's wedding or is that another wedding rom-com no this is the one where she's like a food critic and she's in love with um dylan mcdermott but cameron diaz is his fiance and so she spends the whole movie like ruining their whole engagement and stuff and then at the you know there's the chasing scene and all that and at the end she doesn't get him and she realizes that he should be with cameron diaz and she kind of has her backup gay friend can i say this about this the my Best friend's wedding is like I was never a big fan of Julia Roberts, like, but I thought she was okay. And then I saw that movie, and I've hated her ever since. Oh, like I really don't like her. And like I, I am realizing now that you're reminding me of that movie. That's is, why you that's hate probably, her. Because I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, you stupid bitch? Like, because we watched Notting Hill the other night. Because I'm trying I've never to. Seen it. Oh, it's so good. And and Chad was like, I just don't like her. And I'm like, you, she's beautiful in this movie. And he was like, no, there's just something about her I don't like. So I think, that's what I think it is. what it is is because that movie she's. I mean, pardon me, but she's an asshole in that movie. Like, Well, what if you loved someone and you had a longtime friend of 20 years and then you realized you loved the person? You wouldn't want her well, to go for Well, you know what? Like, it? life moves on and, like, I, you made a mistake. Like, you're not, you're not going to yeah, spoil but somebody's wedding. he's wedding. not married yet. Well, okay. He's I, getting married. Who cares? She's a little bitch. <laughs> so so I, I weirdly agree exactly with both of you, <laughs> and here's why. Um, I agree... She's not married yet. You can still fight for her, go for it. There's something about, like, never giving up and always yeah. going with that. And there is a thing with she's being a total bitch. Yes, she <laughs> is. But I think that's the reason the movie actually exists because there's probably, and I know... Ex- well, there's does, two sides. Well, there's two sides, but aside from that, like, I know from personal experience, there's a wedding that I want to stop that's <laughs> happening in three months. I'm not doing that because I'm a... <laughs> I'm <not> crazy, <laughs> yeah. but... um. 
I was going to say, but but I'm sure there's lots of people who'd be like, oh, that was the one, and now she's with her one, or his, the, him yeah. one, I don't know, however you want to phrase it. Him, but her, whatever. Yeah. Some and unicorn. Yeah, whatever. Whatever person you're with, and yeah, some I didn't, unicorn. I didn't see her as a bitch well, in that can, movie, because she was a nice person. I mean, she wasn't- I a, forget the ending, but do they, are they still friends at the end? They're still friends at the okay, end. She apologizes. How, like, how would that ever work? Like if 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 Daisy, you and I are getting married, yes, and Mike like come as like tries to get you out of like our lives. Like Mike's in love with me, right? Like oh, Mike I thought he was going to be in love with me. No, no, why would I, wait, why would you just assume that? <laughs> yeah, right? no, let's 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 oh, throw a convention. <laughs> let's say like Mike's my best friend, and like he's we've known each other for years, but we've been dating for four years, and now we decided to get married. I invite Mike to be my best man, and he shows up, and he realizes, oh, I'm in love with Chad. Like, we, <laughs> there was a moment five years ago when we had, like, maybe we had, like, one night where we just, we let our passions run wild. So, like, he tries to push you away for, like, the two months or whatever before the wedding, whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, and we all know, it all comes to a close. Like, he, we're like, oh, Mac, what a dick. Like, he tried to, like, destroy our fucking wedding, and, like, did all this horrible, horrible shit, and then he apologizes. Do you sorry? Honor, do you, if, if I if I say to you like like oh he said he's sorry, honey. Like well we're still getting married. Do you are you honestly going to tell me that like for the rest of our lives as a married couple, I'm, I'm it's going to be okay that I can invite Mike over to like uh, to do stuff, even though this huge fucking bomb, nuclear bomb went off for our wedding. True, like, it's it never going to remind awkward. you of it. Another hypothetical. <laughs> I'm a really pretty girl. <laughs> and I'm like, Chad, leave that bitch. And then he's like, no. And I go, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, being a Scorpio, I probably would have a problem <laughs> See, with I'm that. Saying, it's like, but in the movie, I found it. I feel like any relationship <laughs> is going to be pushed to the breaking point by like a situation like that, and then you, I don't think a marriage is gonna be. I mean, there's always gonna have that like bone of contention if like one of them has a best friend who tried to break well, then, them up. Well, then I mean, I, in this case, it wasn't. Uh, there weren't best friends, but you look at a movie like Young Adult. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. And like nothing good happens to that girl. No. And <laughs> even like. But she's also kind of a terrible person. But yeah, but I mean, like, I, I guess maybe Julia Roberts was. I've never seen the movie. I'm sorry. I've no, <laughs> I, I, got I, some I, homework to do. I, well, like, it's been a while since I've seen it, so like. And it wasn't like she was breaking them up over two months. It was one weekend. And she just kind of went crazy. Yeah, and, I remember. You know. I, I don't have the timeline. Yeah, well. The, all right, but so still, next on like, my list here is There's Something About Mary, which I see that as more of like a broad comedy, but I mean, you know, there is no, a romance. I, I guess it would still be considered romantic comedy. I think it has to be because I think, first of all, that was a comedy that really helped push a lot of other comedies. That opened like, up some doors. For, for yeah. the, and especially like the romance, we, we defined it before, the romance was the A story and it's mm-hmm. all these guys like or this girl are fascinated with this girl and for different reasons and of course Ben Stiller's is the right reasons yeah and I still um sad Brett Favre didn't get his day in court but yeah. um <laughs> uh yeah well that was I mean that's Farley Brothers right so that's one yeah, of the, that's great. kind of in the 90s was one of the first big like gross out movies too like it had the cum in the hair the the, the, the shot sack. of the zip up penis <laughs> yeah like yeah. It was kind of, it was a little more... It's more raunchy, That was what, that was, what was considered gross out in 1994. Yeah. But, like, without that, we wouldn't have, uh, like, bridesmaids. You know, we wouldn't, know. we wouldn't have gone that far. So, another Meg Ryan one, You've Got Mail, which I love. Now, Chad just says it's a redo of Sleepless it's a remake in Seattle, but it's not. Well, it's, it's not. It's a, re- it's a remake of a really old movie called... It's something with a cafe. I've seen clips from it. It's, oh, really? Yeah, it's an old black and white movie, It's except they just add, made it for, like, email. I mean, the only two similarities between You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle Ryan, are Meg Ryan and Tom, Tom Cruise and that they follow. Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom, yes. Oh, my God. So embarrassing. But then, <laughs> but then I have another one over here, Addicted to Love. That's Meg Ryan with... Um, What's his name? Um, married to Sarah Jessica Barth. Matthew. Matthew Broderick. Um, so and that's really good. Daisy just pointed to a bookcase, and there's movies <laughs> on the bookcase. And I want to point out that Chad's been staring at this bookcase the whole time, <laughs> and he's been referencing movies that have been on the bookcase. No. Back to the Future, Bridesmaids. <laughs> this is the third one. I didn't, it wasn't you, but I have a feeling I was going to wait till the end to see how many you actually went through. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> you know, another one of my favorite romantic comedies is probably, it's not on the bookshelf, but it would be on there. If I had it, but it's uh, Roxanne. Roxanne, love it. Which is another movie based off of like an old play. (laughs) What does that say uh, about me? Syrian Dubois rap. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, oh, Love Actually. Have I you guys gonna, seen it? It's I amazing. Did. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up because the vin, I think the vignettes like it's so good. No, uh, but like so, I think like we take something like that. And you all right? Let's let's go like out. Twisted now. a little it's bit. Like, yeah. No, no, I say Christmas this, movie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's a okay. Christmas movie, but, but it's, it's also it's, it's mostly about love. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie Portman will break your heart. Oh, and no, Owen oh, and, and Rick Grimes. Uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Yeah, is it, and is it, she, she falls in love with Rick Grimes. Not, uh, I forget the. No, I'm saying Walking Dead guy, but yeah, it is the way around. Um, but they don't in, get together. He falls in love with her, though. Yeah. She doesn't fall yeah. in love with him. And but then like Laura Linney's in it, and everybody's know, in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I forget. Martin his, Freeman is in it as like the sex guy, having like the guy who's the body double. For in the sex scene. Oh, the, the sex scene, like yeah. the porn scenes. Yeah, yeah there are the, all the nude nudity body doubles. That's Martin Freeman. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. I uh, love that part. But no, that was a really good one because it was like different storylines, you know. Yeah, so like, um, I think we're now bridging out. I feel like we're getting lots of those movies because we've seen like, I mean, I don't know if you want to call them rips off that, but you see like Parisia Tem or Valentine's Day, or New Year's Day, yeah. or coming out as Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, that's filming right now. Is it really? Yeah. I can't wait for Labor Day. That's of... going to be my favorite. Everyone's going to get wood in that one. <laughs> oh. hey Gross. Hey, hey, you should listen to Cold Read Radio because we read cold works. Well, we read, well, we cold read works we read by cold you. Reads. Yes, we read cold reads by you, the the writer. We want you to send in your work. And the listener. Yeah, and the listener. We can do anything. Pilots, yeah. screenplays, poems, short stories, sketches. Uh, sexual erotic fan fiction. All right, that's Matt's wish. It's going to happen. Um, but please submit them to submission at coldreadradio.com. That's submission, not plural, plural at coldreadradio.com. Oh, see, and now we have Silver Linings Playbook in here, which I made you watch and you actually like. Now, this is an... That's, this, I don't this know if I'd call it a comedy. Neither do I, but the Golden Globes did, so I guess that's that and true. the tourist are comedies. But yeah. if, if if we were to put that in rom-coms, that'd probably be the furthest from, like, the classic rom-com. I mean, that's, that I to would, me, a drama. But it's I'm, a drama, and, um, you know, like... Oh, The Princess Bride. Even the romance. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is interesting because I don't even know if I'd call that a rom. I would almost call that a sci-fi. No, yeah, (laughs) it's a fantasy movie for sure. I call I go back to what we were saying about Bridesmaids. That's a that's just a pure comedy. Mm -hmm. It has romance in it as Bridesmaids has romance in it. Yeah, and yes, he finds like that whole like I'm building up this purpose to find the perfect way to be with this one person. But it's more about him becoming a complete person, not about him falling in love with her. So so. yeah, I wouldn't call it a rom com. I would definitely call the Princess Bride. I even don't even know if I would call that. But I don't know. That's like a period. That's almost like, just like a fantasy, fantasy story. Yeah. Well, well, the Princess Bride kind of has it. It's like Woody Allen. It like is its yeah. own genre. Like mm-hmm. that's true. Now, if we're going Woody Allen, he has a lot of rom coms. Oh, you know, like Annie Hall. Annie Hall is classic Manhattan. Um, oh, uh, I mean. I, oh, I what is the latest one with? Um, I love Midnight in Paris, but that wasn't rom com. Oh, what was it though? That's kind of like a time. Was that the one with? Um, that was Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Owen Wilson, yeah. I still but, need to see that. I have not seen it. It's uh, so good. Blue Jasmine, is that Blue Jasmine, no. I was thinking of the latest one with um, Emma Stone. And, oh, the one that just came out, Colin the original, Firth, the original yeah. Rational Man, or? No, gosh, what was the name of it? Let me, it was like last year's or two uh, years ago. Well, um, yeah, like how, it was last year's Alan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think when I think Woody Allen, I mean, for sure you got those, like, Annie Halls and the old, old ones that were like, the Woody Allen movies, and then you look at like Magic in the Moonlight. Ma- oh, okay. Was very good, and it's like they, it's like kind of a time travely, weird thing and period piece and whatever. again, like it's hard to say because like there's funny moments, but like you look at like Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a that's a romance movie for sure. Like love and sex and romance that's what fuels the fire of that whole movie yeah and i think there's yeah there's funny parts but i think there's it goes i mean again now we're just are we're talking about semantics here yeah. um because i don't think I, well, that's you could, not a comedy yeah i guess there's a there's a you have to say like are there written out jokes or are they written out like like moments that are realistic that are hilarious they're funny because we can all relate to that kind of shit I think you just said something that's really important too with like where we've come from through romance romantic comedies let's look at like the older ones and then like the 80s ones and then the current ones I feel like in the 80s it was joke 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 like, yeah, it was like it was very much like when you take like that Steve Martin-y kind of like humor and like mm-hmm. you're introducing like the other like 
the joke like like or like a Mel Brooksian type of thing like you're throwing jokes into it and now I think you're like oh it's funny because it's true or it's funny because like I could never say that but damn well there's there was a definitely like when I moved out to L A in early two thousand uh, and going into those beginning of the aughts. Uh, you know, there's that that kind of like new sincerity kind of pushed in comedy, which I think has kind of found its way into movies too. Definitely, it's and it might have even started before that if I, I my brain doesn't work totally. But you know, like I think that there's that. It's like uh, like it's, like it's funny because like oh I could see that happening. Yeah, definitely. As opposed to like I know in Better Off Dead, like there was a nerd and he was funny because he was a nerd. And he had the glasses and like, yeah. I mean, but, there's but, okay, Better Off Dead is basically a spoof movie. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah. Well, Seven Steve Holland, I mean, he made, what, three movies? And then he went off to direct, uh, I forget what show that was on Nickelodeon. Well, if we look at like John Hughes stuff, I mean, he's what, one of the masters of romantic comedy. Well, uh, is he though? I think that's more like... Well, teenager, like yeah, yeah is it? I, I it's like, still rom com. No, 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 I think Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles were rom coms. Yeah, those are definitely the, those two were the rom coms. I feel like the rest were more of what he said. There's they were teenager. Yeah, and I think right. there's a distinction to be made between teenager True. and rom com because I feel like they get mixed I up. I guess a those lot. are the two I think of. But um. well, because I think that well, that's because teenagers, you know, they have like. Their lives aren't as heavy as adults, so like they do have a focus of like like friendship and romance, like are kind of big things because there's raging ter- uh, hormones and stuff like that. So a lot of teenage movies are about like getting laid or get, falling in love well, with a girl. Or whatever. Off of that, are sex comedies romantic comedies? That's yeah, I feel like it's a subgroup. You know, like I've what well, like that sex tape movie that one from Jason Segel. Jason yeah. Segel and Cameron D- another Cameron Diaz movie. To me, that's not a romantic comedy. And I saw it. It wasn't. It wasn't like they were already together, mm-hmm. and it was just about oh, their sex tape got out and all the you know. It's like a date. Movie. Like American it's like a date movie. Yeah. But you look at like American Pie, and you think that's just like a comedy, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there's sex in it. But that's that's teenage movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that's okay, more okay, teenage. Okay. But yeah. like um, talking about kind of you know, things that happen in romantic comedies, like body sw- swapping happens a lot. So 13 going on 30. I don't know if you guys saw that. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. But, um, like, I liked that one. I thought it was fun. But, um, you know. No, the, 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 you're right. There's a lot of... there's body Romantic comedies have a lot of weird plots. Like Yeah, you can have things like that. Like heavy dates, body swapping, um, magic things, or like a magic ball that... Transports you to another time. Or I like love that. The stuff. power to make you so do whatever you like. Yeah, it's really. Like my favorite thing when I was a kid was this movie and she could go through the mirror in her room. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing. But oh, <laughs> The Proposal, that was a good one. Sandra Bullock and um, Ryan Reynolds. That was really good. Which kind of at the point, you know. That's the other one they're lying, right? That's one where like. Because she's Canadian. Like, well, they're not lying, but she forces him to. No, but then they are essentially they're oh, lying. Oh, yeah. They have to pretend that they're getting married because he. Uh, she's Canadian and then they get found out so it's kind of like that whole green card thing yeah I mean see that's what I'm saying like a lot of rom-coms have these things where it's like you take like a red fish and a green fish fish that would never swim together but for some reason the plot has pushed them into the same tiny river and they have to the only way they can get through is to work together well that's kind of like I mean a rom-com is basically a buddy cop movie buddy cops are always like oil and vinegar have to no, work definitely. together you know it's the same premise waitress was really good with Carrie Russell but that was more of a I feel more of a dramedy but it still is dramedy very good. but and I think that goes back to what I was saying before with like in the uh, early like in the now the present day we're into these like honest uh, yeah, comedy. it's more like slice of life. Yeah, and there's um, a, there's a lot of honesty on, on waitress. And then Emma Stone again. We've got Easy A, which you know, and again, a teen. I think swings a little bit to yeah. the teen, but it's still I don't romance. think that's a romantic comedy. I think that's a teen movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. Again, I feel like we're just listing movies and being like, that's a teen romantic <laughs> comedy. No, well, it it, it, you know, all movies kind of tread a line, like you know. We're <laughs> but I think that's why <laughs> we, we like shut them. The is conversation down. Sorry. Because they're. <laughs> <laughs> Everything treads a line. Leave me alone. Uh, podcast <laughs> over. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think I like them because they're funny and they're satisfying and it's, you know, it's fun to but go does to. That, but like what I was, I guess what I was saying is like, does that help when we go back, going back to like uh, giving people like false ideas false of hope how or... things will be like a lot of like romantic comedies are like opposites attract kind of have like a big play a big role in it mm-hmm. and then they realize like they fight for the whole movie and then they realize they're in love at the end 
Uh, Even though, like, it's a football player who only eats red meat and a vegetarian who (laughs) only writes about, like, ballet. Oh, my God, can we write that movie? It's like, yeah, like, but somehow they've, like, I, I almost wish that they would be stingers at the end of credits to like show like six months later are they still together well, that's what <laughs> the end of the graduate everyone loves that last shot is right. like it's yeah. like what are we what, what, what do we, we do doing? now what, what's gonna happen exactly. what did we just do um it let us hang there after we ran away into the sunset for a half a second but do you guys feel like in real life opposites attract um, to a point to a point but i feel like but it doesn't last once, once the chemistry like kind of pops like i think that eventually because that was the same thing. I don't know if you guys saw this because kind of an older one, but, you know, um, something's got to give. Jack Nicholson is yeah, like, Yeah, it's so you know, old. It's from 2003. Oh. No, older <laughs> as in the actors are older. Oh, uh, oh actors are older. Okay. Um, but, you know, he's <laughs> Use like... Use your adjectives he, more correctly. Or listen better. He's like the playboy and she's the uptight writer and, you know, they end up falling in love after, you know, fighting for the whole movie. That's the whole premise. I think I'd be remiss if we didn't, like, go... I feel like we're really talking about, like, all these present day things. Let's see where they came from. Like, like have you you've seen it happen one night, right? Like I don't know if I have. Oh, that's the whole like I. That's pull, where Bugs pull, Bunny like comes from. Is is uh, pulls up the leg on the sidewalk on the sidewalk and the car stops to pick him up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's like I will get you. Like it, or like even look at like it starts in that like that whole kind of premise of oh, I have to do this thing. I'm going to maybe try and trick this person. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of older movies were like. Yeah. Um, uh, there's this situation going on or someone's at a point of power or whatever, um, and I'm going to go in there and try and trick them and I have other motives, and then I end up falling for them and I feel bad about that. Uh-huh. And that what that was the, the thing. It was like something with a journalist. I just watched it. I don't know why I can't remember the plot, but... Um, they, and it's like a kind of like a road movie, and these two people who are like are like, I hate you. I hate yeah, you. it's it's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, it does seem to be like Grant, there's a lot right? of tricking yeah. in it in in these movies, which I guess maybe, yeah. I mean, if someone really did that to me in real life, I probably wouldn't be like, oh, I trust you. Let's well, have a life together. It would well, be boring to watch ninety minutes of people who just randomly met on the street and then like liked each other and they had coffee and yeah. then and then it slowly progressed into yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I and think then there's it would a conversation be... where some guy's like, "Are oh, you seeing Katie tonight?" And you're like, "No, nah, not tonight." And he's like, "Cool, what are you doing?" And <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I I imagine that I, I'm sure there are films out there that are like that that are. <laughs> but I, I shot on iPhones and showing it <laughs> South by Southwest. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, well, like the Duplass brothers stuff is kind of very much like real, like that. But I don't know if I'd call those romantic comedies either, because a lot of times they are. It's not really like it's not a the guy ro- after the romance. The, the romance isn't is not the, the yeah. main storyline. Maybe in Cyrus it was, but I don't know. Yeah, I love Cyrus. Um, good. But aside the point, um, and then I just was thinking about it. Um, you could even, I mean, Breakfast at Tiffany's. The what's that? Um, the other Audrey Hepburn. Sabrina. There's um, um, Rome. the romantic, or no, the European holiday or whatever. What's it? Roman holiday. Roman, Roman holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're all guy after girl, you know. Girl says no. Yeah. Guy we need, we need girl. way more girl after guy. Well, that, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you, how, how, how many modern ones do we have that where, like, the girl's too busy to be in a relationship and the guy just, like, throws himself at her as much as possible? Like, do we have any modern equivalent of that? They don't really switch it much. I mean... Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. Yeah, but that would be interesting. I mean, I haven't seen Trainwreck, which is out right now. I was going to go see it in preparation of this. Yeah, I thought that would have probably been a good idea. uh, Then I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story. (laughs) Good work, everybody. Um, Let us know what you think. But I think it would be interesting to see a guy, I mean, a girl, like, after the guy... I think there's a lot of movies like Mean Girl Mean Girls. I mean, I can't I don't know if that that wasn't the A focus. That wasn't the A focus yeah, of the story. Yeah, that's more of like teen movie. But I like I like it when I do like the idea of like a, a female character uh being uh pursued by a guy character. Just just for the purposes for the emphasis of like I don't know. I mean, like, it seems like like we do have a tendency to push, like, romance as a female thing. And, you know, Valentine's Day, we got to do Valentine's Day because of the girl. Or, like, there's, like, it would be interesting to see. But I think the problem the is. The role reverse a little bit. When more. you see a guy do it, go after a woman over and over again. It's romantic. <laughs> when you see a woman do it, she's a psycho bitch. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm saying that I think is why probably these movies have not been made with that formula. And, no, but we just mentioned three of them where the girl was going after the guy. So that's what I'm saying. But not. Like, that's what I'm saying. I want to see that. I don't want to see that. Or it'd be nice to see like the reverse. But I don't of think that. it's been done enough that it's really. <laughs> You know, and and, and and what I just mentioned, he's just not that into you. She's not like a woman on a mission, like, oh, I must have this man. It kind of com- comes upon itself in a weird way. You know what else? And then I, I don't know what this says about, like, how things are marketed or sold or what pe- how people think things will get sold. You look at, like, movies featuring, like, the A story is, like, a gay and lesbian, uh, like, romance plot. I don't, how many comedies are, like, oh, main... There's- Mainstream. No, I know that there are some, but like, but like a lot of them. Kissing like, Jessica Stein. Yeah, I think that was the first one that really got out there. But that was another like on that indie circuit. Yeah. I don't, I don't and know. it did make it like big. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm making it on the big. Like all the big gay and lesbian movies are these dramas. They're the Brokeback Mountains. There's the Free Held, which is just coming out. And the I'm sure like the love is there, and that's good to see, and it's good to have those movies. But I feel like all the comedy things, like But I'm a Cheerleader, or um, I. You can find them, but they're very much like um, kind of underground, exactly. like on Netflix independent films. And it's like I think there's one called Adam and Steve, which was like really funny and cute and very like what you would think just a romantic comedy is, but it's two men. Yeah, and but I, I'm what I'm trying to say is especially in 2015, I'm surprised that like I'm like why are we stayed away or have mainstream studios stayed away from going from a wide release. And just, like, where, like, that is the A story. Like, sure, mm-hmm. there's definitely been wide releases where that's been a B or a C story. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, like, I don't I, I mean, I don't want to really change the subject or anything, but I think that's a part of it. I think that's a part of the genre, and I think it's... I, 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 think, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably see something sooner than later, but... Well, I think with this whole, like, transgender thing that's become very... We'll in, see that before we I see. think, yeah, I mean, now they're... Uh, I just read something today about, um, God, what was it? Like a TV show or something being made about it. Um, what's that? Oh, no, I was just putting your phone <laughs> back down. Oh, no, okay. I was just, it just sort of reminded me of, like, that they're, you know, like the fact that the gay and lesbian, like, romantic comedies exist and, like, one of the best ones I ever saw was Jeffrey. And, like, I'm I'm a heterosexual male, but I, I really love that movie. movie. It was I very funny it. and, like, very sweet. And it was one of the, it was 1995. It has a... Steve Weber is in it, and he's like the main guy. And Michael Wes, Weiss, uh, is his love interest, and it's it's really like, it's a it's a like two gay men trying to like find romance. I, Patrick Stewart's in it. That's the only thing I really remember. Patrick Stewart plays. He's a very hilarious character in it, but it's it's a very like. Uh, I remember watching that movie right after I watched Boys Don't Cry, and. Like, justification of that and the, the the two things yeah that was the thing I was like I was like Whoa. like it was such a crazy like with two days or whatever but Jeffrey uh, 1995 if you haven't yeah, seen it see that. just check it out um, and In and Out would you say that's a uh, you know Kevin Klein uh, you know I don't I can sit, honestly say I've never seen it but oh, that's that I know so the good. premise of that is like he's not he. He's in the closet, but he doesn't think he's gay, right? And then he's outed and then because he figures of Oscar it out. speech But or it's something. not, I don't know if I, I mean, it's definitely a comedy, but, um, yeah, I don't I know. Just, I, I honestly just realized it during our conversation because, like, they're all, all that stuff, I feel like there's, like, the underground cinema or, like, it's just given this, like, stigma or something. So mm-hmm. I think that's just a weird thing on its own right uh, yeah. because you look at, um, I lost my train of thought. For people who listen, I'm probably going to do this a lot. I lost what I was trying to say, and now I sound like a douche. Well, just going off of what you're saying, is like I think, yeah, like we, we've named a lot of romantic comedies that were like kind of in the forefront, like you know, blockbusters or whatever, ones that like really pushed by big studios. But there are a lot of like independent yeah, romantic like, comedies that I think play a, a lot, that play a huge role, and that are show, show romance and comedy and that kind of... They and, don't push it to the extremes. And I think that's like what you just said. Like they push the romance and the comedy because there has to be this being able to laugh at yourself yeah. mm-hmm. to romance. It can't be this heavy, like, I'm now, like, sad kind of person. Even when you watch, like, those more muted rom-coms. Like, have you ever seen The Baxter? 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we were t- we like that one. Um, but that's like that. You don't laugh out loud a lot with that, but that's like the premise is funny. Yeah. Know, like yeah. that's like there's there. Ha- I mean, maybe that's probably why the genre has become has always been one of those main things. I mean, it's a subgenre that mm-hmm. probably has its own section in blockbuster or when a blockbuster yeah, was when around. It existed, yeah. If you don't remember what blockbuster is. You're, you were probably born like 10 now. years so, ago. So, so <laughs> when, when this is like put in the like oh. national registry for being like an awesome podcast um, <laughs> and you're listening to this in the year like 2022 too, uh, <laughs> if that's a year, uh, <laughs> your Blockbuster was a store and you could get movies there and they were on VHS and you had to put them in a VHS player and then rewind them when you were done mm-hmm. and then Be drop kind, them in a mail slot. And then you had to drop them in a mail slot on your way back and you're like, I hope that counted. <laughs> I hope I got it in by 7 p.m. Otherwise, it's a $2 late fee. Exactly. Well, I always, you know what's funny? I always thought there was a sensor in the thing, and then when I popped <laughs> it in, like as a kid, I'm like, I gotta get it in there right now. <laughs> oh, no. so, so I had, a sec- the second I got it in, they're like, oh, we knew you're cool. But I, I now know that, like, oh, they scanned them, or they take yeah. the Yeah, it's just like and going keep- into a slot and someone in the other it's side. It's just a Dropbox. Pick yeah. them up. Um, Oh, oh, movies. Monster. Movies are, like, good, and I think... No, yeah, no, I, and, like, I, and no way, if by anything I've I said today, I don't want to be as true that I hate movies. Like, they're good for... I mean, like, you know, and, uh, and ugh, if I want to get fucking super lofty, movies are a lot like church, you know? It's like, you don't necessarily need to do it, but... <laughs> It helps you. Yeah, <laughs> that's makes horrible. No sense. So it doesn't. What? It makes no sense. That's the stupidest thing. I said edit you had to be out. polite. I said you had to be polite. Yeah, no, uh, edit I it called out. him out. <laughs> um, so in conclusion, I say go and see romantic comedies. But I was trying to think of like what are the most recent, and I mean, I guess tra- train wreck. What rack. else? Like what from recent months? Well, I loved, and I, I mean, like, it bridges the gap on, like, that whole, like, is, is dramedy or drama or comedy, um, was the one I love. I, oh, I, that's I, the one I absolutely in the guest love. house where they go in. It's another Duplassian so, movie. Yeah, but, loved uh, that. Absolutely love that movie. Um, yeah, I think, oh, the, the way we end our show is with a suggest this. So this oh. is, this is an, because the three of us are improvisers, you know that you need a suggestion to move on and just in life we're going to give you a suggestion listener happy listener to move on so daisy you're our guest so you can start it can be something cool or something that you just saw or anything you want to recommend oh it could be, i see what you're saying it could be anything you can suggest to our audience oh i see to to do with their life or go buy on amazon or, or watch or anything. watch anything okay um i would say go watch happyish uh, it's a Showtime show. It just uh, got canceled. Well, go watch the first season. I really like it. We're on about to watch episode 10, but Katherine Hahn's in it and Steve Coogan, and I really think it's a good show, and it kind of is realistic, but there's comedy in it and animation, and it brings a whole bunch of things together, and I really enjoyed it. I so. had a meaning to watch it. And if I am if I can say two things, my other favorite thing was Togetherness on I HBO, which I think show. we talked about once before, but I love that. Togetherness, uh, back to what we talk about honesty, like, that's the most honest comedies I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this isn't spoiling anything. It's the whole show, and it's the first episode. There's just a scene where, um, like, this, this couple who really does love each other are just, like, having, about to have sex, and they're looking at each other, and they're like, it's not, like, working. And they're like, I, I want, I love you, but I don't know why this is love. And that's what really sold it on me, like, that look in their eyes. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. And... Uh, well, I don't. We, we shouldn't go off on a tangent at this point because I know Chad has some opinions about that show. Do you not like it? I like no, I'm not a big fan. I absolutely. He didn't like the main, you know, girl in it, Duplass's wife. Oh, I don't know her I like Melanie name. Linsky. Yeah, I like Melanie her. Linsky. I like he thought she was like a terrible person in them, and I was like, I don't think she's a terrible person. I just think she's having a tough time with being a mother and a wife, mm-hmm. and you know, all the things that come with that. Yeah, um, Chad, do you have anything to suggest to the audience? Well. I would just like to say that talking about romantic comedies has... I have found a reason why... Like, I don't really... Don't think I like romantic comedies these days as much as I used to. But then I was, when I, we started talking about it, I realized that the romantic comedies that I liked came from a time in my life when I was feeling very lonely and insecure and, like... I didn't have anything. So Pre-Daisy. Like, yeah, well, you can say Pre-Daisy. But, like, so I wonder, I, I almost wonder if, like, 
I, I would suggest this to the listeners. Like, think back to your favorite romantic comedies and try to picture where you were in your life at that time and see, like, would were you different then? I mean, we all change. We adapt every day. We are people who just, we change all the time. So I'm just curious, like, I would say that, give, give suggest have a mental thought about it. Like... Have a mental thought. Have a Me- mental thought. Go into deep meditation. <laughs> go go, go out to the beach and relax. Have a mental thought. And meditate well, on Well, I think there is some comedy. truth to that. Like, But also, I think uh, I watched a lot of them in like my impressionable years, you know? So that, that might have something to well, do. That's what I'm saying is, like, I think... Because when I was a teen... It was like when I was a teen or like a... Like a very... Like, a, you know... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. All through my teen years You're is like when idolizing I idolizing this thing, and you want idolizing, this thing yeah, and... the romance and love that you that you kind of see people have. I mean, I I have a rare situation <laughs> when my parents are still together. Mine too. Yay! Up? Okay, perfect. <laughs> because like I remember a time when like it was rare to have someone like a classmate be like, "Oh, my parents are getting divorced." Be like, "Oh man, that's rough." Like nobody's parents are divorced, and now it's almost like the complete opposite. Go twenty years down the road, now it's like the complete opposite. Like people here, like, like my parents are still together and have been together for like over thirty years. They're like, "Whoa, that's so weird." It's like, so I don't know. Romance is a crazy thing out there in the world. Who knows how it works or if it's being pushed by movies or anything. Like I think it's all just, you know. Fucking Tinder. So I just re- finished reading Modern Romance, and I thought that was appropriate to mention for the the. Pop. Is that based off the movie or? No, no, no. It's Aziz Ansari's book. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yes. Okay, oh, it's shit. like his latest. I uh, do know what you're talking thing. about. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So Modern. Uh, thank you. See, I knew I'd remember it. <laughs> um, I just had to remember it was a book. Um, so Modern Romance. I read it in like two, three days. And was it really good? Yeah. Like, I mean, I read up a little bit about it, and they. I know he didn't want to just write like a comedy book, and he also didn't want to write like write a. This down. He also didn't want to write like a bio. I'm Biography, um, and I've seen both of those comedians do both of those well, and I've seen them both do really bad. Yeah, uh, and I think modern romance is so interesting because it reminds me a lot of Freakonomics, which if you haven't read it, is amazing. That is a good book, and it's like it's almost like analyzing the like he look he literally like sat down and just studied it and after you read that book and you watch his last two stand-up specials, you're like, oh, I see how this was really inferring everything he did, mm-hmm. but it really like. Especially for me, who I am not in a relationship. Single ladies. <laughs> oh. And, um, Find them on the internets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at M. Solari on yeah. Twitter. And, uh, You've got three months until he busts in on that wedding. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but no, this one is just so interesting. He talks about like... It's, it has to do a lot with technology and how technology really has stunted us. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll tell a revealing story, and I think it's funny and people will like it. So when I was in college, um, I did my final semester out in L.A., I met this girl, and I was like, wow, that girl's really cool. I've never spoken to her before, but I'd love to speak to her. And so I – but, like, there was, like, maybe 60 of us in the program, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have this idea. We were in, this, we were in a class together. I knew, because we would pull up to the building at the same time, I knew which car was hers, and I was like, I'll do this. I'll write this little note, and I'll be like, hey, I think you're really dope or really cool. Use better words than that, but, like, uh, let's go grab coffee sometime if you're up for it. And I'll be like, this is cool, and it fits me, because I'm like, I'm a very 90s guy. I do shit like that. And I told it to my friends. I'm like, yeah, great idea, right? And, like, one person, like, literally dropped a glass, and they're like, she will think you're a psycho. Why don't you just Facebook her like a normal person? And I was like... That sounds like so weird and so distant to me, and that's what like the book kind of went into. And uh, I think a lot of people, if you're interested in the romantic comedies and especially the romance and or if the comedy, you'll yeah. like the book because it's Aziz's voice. So every once in a while, there's these great little like jokes about like '90s hip hop artists, mm-hmm. but like mixed with. Like, I'll get I'll get it out of the library. Library. <laughs> the library. Um, Why don't you just get it on your Kindle? Because I don't have a Kindle, and you know that. Amazon. I just bought one for forty bucks. Where are they uh, that cheap? Uh, someone on uh, who is another assistant. Oh, uh, they were yeah. like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, you can. Um, I have one actually. I don't really. You do not. He's it's, lying right now. It's in Nebraska, but I have one. Okay, whatever. I like a real book. <laughs> So do I. Talk about 90s. No, I really do. I, I prefer, I buy books. I buy, I prefer the real book. I read scripts on the Kindle, but I also prefer reading it. I yeah. like handing it I mean, it for like hand. a script, you don't want to print all that out, but um, I like a real book. But speaking of stupid stuff like that, I once made a Valentine for a guy and put it on his car windshield and um, that 
also didn't go well. It didn't go well? Didn't, what happened? Well, no, he was very nice about it, but nothing happened. I, uh, I you, now you're up, Chad. Got it. Chad, <laughs> you have to tell us an embarrassing <laughs> romance thing that you did or were about to do. Oh, an embarrassing romance thing that I did. You know, um, I mean, I'm pretty fucking old, so... <laughs> uh, what? Jesus, I don't know. Um, you, were, you were a lad once. You probably have said your fair share of stuff. Let's humble. Oh, you want to? I'll tell you the worst Jenny thing. From the block. You want to? I'll tell you the worst thing I ever did, and this is super fucking embarrassing. And I sh- will probably ask you to edit this out. <laughs> well, now now you're already like committed to it. But so. here we go. So it's like um, when I was twelve. No, I was thirteen years old. I uh, I uh, never been on a date. I had a crush on this girl, and I can't even remember her name. But we were in junior high, and I there was a dance coming up, and I wanted to ask her out on the date. But I was so I wanted to ask her after the dance, but I was so like worried about like asking her out. I didn't know I was couldn't do it. My sister is three years younger; she was ten years old. So I had I actually had my sister call like I was standing there next to her and I dialed the number and gave the phone to my sister so she could call and get her on the phone and ask the girl out for me did she do it no so this is this is what happened is like the girl's mom picked up the phone and uh was just like hello and I can't remember the girl's name but like my sister asked I'll just say let's say her name was Stacy we'll say that my sister goes is Stacy there and like uh, Stacy's mom says she's here but who who's uh who's calling and uh and my sister goes, oh, it's Kylie Fogland. And that's what her name is. And uh, my, my her mom goes, says, uh, replies, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. Are you a friend of Stacy's from school? You sound kind of young. And she's like, no, I'm calling because my brother wants to ask her out to the date, to the dance at the school. And her mom said, well, I think maybe he should call on it, call himself, don't you? Lesson learned. And my sister is like, yeah, probably. And then they, uh, goodbye, and they hang up the phone. Stacy's mom schooled you. So, like, for me, that was the worst moment of my life, because I was like, oh, shit, like, not only did I fuck and up. romance did it. I, yeah, no, yeah, romance, t- I, not only did I fuck up, uh, but now, like, I know Stacy knows. Because I just assume, like, her mom probably told her. I, maybe her mom never did. Who knows? But, like, and, and my sister said her whole fucking name. So it's like, it wasn't like, <laughs> like, and I'm, and my last name is Fogland. So, like, there are no other Foglands <laughs> in my hometown. There's no other Foglands in the nation. If you find another Fogland, they're related to me. Like, that's how, like. If you are a Fogland, uh, please uh, tweet at us. Yes, please so, subscribe. Like, but let's jump ahead to how stupid I really am. To when I'm 15 years old, 16 We're years old. We're getting another one, guys. This involves the same girl. Like, I've this haunted me for years. <laughs> I have one. I have this years, story. years haunted me. And I decided, okay, well, we're going to high school now or whatever. Uh, I'm going to write Stacy a letter and just, like, oh, no. and like, try to explain, like, I'm sorry that all happened or whatever. Cause it, hey, four, was it three, four years later? <laughs> yeah. So I wrote her a letter and I told her that I liked her and that, like, I apologized for, like, I don't know if her mom ever told her about that, you know, the phone call or whatever. And, like, just kind of was like, no, this, and honestly, I think I felt like, because movies were, like, all about, like, the, at the end, like, the big grand gesture, right? <laughs> but I was too fucking scared to, like, do it. In oh, person, right. yeah. So I just wrote her a letter, and then, I mean, who knows what if she got that? I'm sure she did, but uh, nothing ever came of it, like she other than just me feeling up. like anxious for the rest of my fucking like uh-huh. years. At least when they say something, you're like, all right, at least that's closed off. It's like when yeah. someone doesn't respond to an email. She just didn't that's, say. But that's all what Aziz yeah. talks about in that book is really? like, is like, oh, you want to go go get coffee? Oh yeah, sure. Or, or, or it's like, oh, did you see the game today? Yeah, I saw it. It was cool. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty funny thing that happened. Yeah, it was. Do you want to get coffee? And then nothing for, like, two <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, but this has been good. This has been a good talk. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've gotten this some This embarrassing feels. story thing. Well, no, I'm glad that we, he brought it back to where yeah. we were talking about, and it all worked out. And Thanks for having me. Yeah. On this, was an this ex- on that. Inaugural. Uh, yeah. The very first one. The very first you popped our cherry, Daisy. Yay. Thank you. Um, so um, if you would like to check out more of these, please subscribe. Um, I am Mike Solari. I'm at M. Solari. I'm Chad Fogland. I'm at Chad Fogland on Twitter. I'm Daisy Faith, and I think I'm at Daisy Faith. Probably. Probably. 
And if you want to see any of these awesome people, come to, I don't know if this is going to make sense in the future, but come to the Nerdist School in on Sunset in Santa Monica, well, not Santa Monica, in Los Angeles, uh, next Every to Meltdown Sunday. Comics. Every Sunday we perform there with yeah. our team, UN Jefferson. Yeah, we basically have the next two months where every Sunday, so... Yeah, I don't know when this is going to air, so maybe those two months are over by now, but... I might be dead. <laughs> Chad might be dead. We might only... This might be the only one, and this will be a, a nice gift for his mom? Yeah. Um, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> and I might have finally found the one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. On that note, uh, let's have a, have a good one. Go watch a romantic comedy. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.